0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Impolite Company. Today on the show, we have Barry Tate, who is the founder and CEO of Viagio Wealth Partners, uh, which is a financial advisory business located here in Magnolia, Texas. He's also a founder of a new group called Magnolia Taxpayer Alliance. Barry? Welcome to the show.
1: Thanks, Scott. Thanks yep. for being here. I appreciate your time. Hey,
0: it's my pleasure. Thank you for showing up. So tell me about this new uh, Taxpayer Alliance group here in Magnolia.
1: Sure. Okay. So we we just formed this group. Uh, for a while, I've been wanting to put a group together that helps keep uh, our citizens better informed about just local issues, mm-hmm. things happening in our area, okay? And just through various, you know, excuses, really, yeah. haven't had time to do that. But the, the issue that's come up recently that we're gonna talk about today, I guess, the Magnolia ISD bond issue, mm-hmm. I guess really, you know, got me concerned about citizens being well informed about what's really going on. And so that gave me, I guess, the impetus to help kind of form this group now. Mm-hmm. So I think it's great timing and in general, you know, I think local issues are very, very important, probably more important than most people pay attention to, right? right? I mean, those issues affect us every day. Roads, schools, sales, taxes, all those things, water that affect our day-to-day lives. I think that's really critical. So this is one of those we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. It's a very important local issue.
0: No, that's exactly right. The, you know, I, I'm a teacher, and so the way I try to put it to my students is that the politics that take place right outside your doorstep are the ones that are in your everyday life those are really really important and we right we tend to think oh that's not a big deal you know because it's not as sexy as the uh, right. you know what the right. congress is doing and senator blah 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 said right. this or president biden signed this bill now it's still more important in a lot of ways Absolutely. because it's going to be in your everyday life and if, then the further yes. away it gets from your house really truly the least uh amount of importance it should have it right. should have right, but, Or at least
1: attention, yeah. I mean, if we don't see it on Fox News, we think it doesn't happen, right? Mm -hmm. But things happen every day right under our noses here locally with our local governments and many organizations that you're right, we really need to be informed about.
0: Well, and we have the most control over that too. Sure. Like, you know, I'd put it to you this way. Like, I, I have, you know, I'm friends with all the local state reps around here. Like, if I wanted to pick up the phone and call Cecil Bell right now, I can. I have his phone number. Mm-hmm. I can, you know, call Same Steve Toast And I did call yeah.
1: him two weeks ago, and yeah. he answered, and we had a good discussion. Exactly. So I, I, that's great. Mm-hmm. I, that's a great example.
0: Yeah, yeah, but if I wanted to call Senator Cruz right now, do you think he's going to take my phone call? Mm, probably not. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, maybe yours. I'm sure not mine, but.
0: Yeah, no, no. <laughs> he's he's not going to take my phone call. That's that's my point. Yeah. yeah. So, you yeah. know, the, the further away you get from your house, you know, the least amount of uh, effect you have on what goes on as well. Right. We, the people here in Montgomery County, uh, even in Magnolia, have a tremendous amount of power. And I think that's what you want to get into today.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that to a great degree, when even when you define the term Magnolia, what what is that? I mean, we have the city limits of Magnolia is very, very small. There's only about 1100 residents, perhaps within right. the city limits, maybe more because I think they have expanded, but that's a very small area. But the magnolia school district the Ma- like precinct uh, i think two in montgomery county uh charlie riley's precinct that's a large area you're talking 60 78 i'm not sure what the population yeah. is i'm guessing close to a hundred thousand, perhaps mm-hmm. Uh, So, yeah, you're talking about a lot of people, and it's very, to some degree, very decentralized, very fragmented. There is no, like, Magnolia newspaper. I guess we have a couple of newspapers that try to report our area news. Yeah,
0: community impact news. Right, right. Mm -hmm. But it's
1: difficult to keep up with what's going on if you don't know where to look.
0: Right. Well, I mean, that's, uh, to a degree, what this program's all about is trying to bring... Awareness of what's going on in Montgomery County, what's going on in Texas, and to a small degree the nation. But I, I think what I've tried to do with with our show is to model that principle that we just spoke about. How it's the it's the politics right outside your doorstep yes. that matters the most, and that's what I try to focus on. Yes, I do state stories, I do national stories, but really I try to have as often as I can people like you on, to your message out to our community and the majority of our um viewers on the show are right here in montgomery county right so
1: right yeah good that's great i'm glad i'm glad to be here and i hope that this helps you know some of your your viewers to get a better feel about what's going on with this bond issue specifically and some things maybe they need to consider that possibly they haven't really thought about before
0: okay so let's just get into the brass tacks yeah. of this uh, yeah. bond issue here so the magnolia isd bond committee uh which is made up of parents a uh, couple community members some business owners uh they've recommended a 230 million dollar bond package to the school board uh on may 16th right and um Here's, here's my favorite part. The bond would not change the tax rate of the residents. In fact, they say there is no, I repeat, there is no tax rate increase if voters approve both positions. This comes from mm-hmm. the Magnolia ISD website.
1: Right, right.
0: Unfortunately, I couldn't get anybody from the school board or uh, on from the school district to even answer one of my phone calls. Yeah. So I'm just gonna have to take it off their website. <laughs> Is that true? Are well, we going to be able to raise $230 million and not? Great question. It's, it's, we're not going to have to increase taxes great all. Question. That sounds great.
1: Well, so so <laughs> technically, technically, what they said is true. Mm-hmm. Okay. They are not having to raise the tax rate mm-hmm. to raise this money. Ah, Not the tax rate. Now, your taxes will go up.
0: What?
1: Yeah, your taxes will go up. Yeah, <laughs> duh. Okay. Right. As we were talking earlier, I mean, no yeah. one can print money except for the federal government. Right. Right. Local governments can't do it. People certainly can't do it. They get arrested by the for that by the FBI. Right. Uh, school districts certainly can't do it. So, h- how how can they do this? I'm so
0: disappointed that there's still no such thing as a free lunch. <laughs> no, there's not. There's not.
1: <laughs> unless unless I take you to lunch and I buy. There's your free lunch. Right. Right. But, but somebody, you're did yeah. right, somebody did pay. Yeah. Somebody did pay. So basically what they're relying on is increases in property value appraisals, right? So people like you and me and everyone else and even business owners, okay? Mm -hmm. I own my office, okay? So I pay property taxes on that office every Mm -hmm. year. So appraisals are going through the roof, Yes. okay? Now, a school district, they they have some degree of, I guess, I don't want to say blamelessness in this, but Mm. they certainly can say, we didn't do that. Mm. Okay. Someone else is raising your appraisals. Right. Right. So there is going to be a lot of extra money coming from just the increase in appraised values of existing properties. Okay. Existing parts. So people like me who have been living in the magnolia school district for 16 years now yeah okay i'm going to be paying more when i write that check to montgomery county Mm -hmm. that a big part goes to the school district sure at the end of this year when i write my check for my property taxes Mm. okay so you're right there's no free lunch there is a tax increase Mm. there's not a rate increase but there is a tax increase okay so there's the there's the semantics right this is what i don't like about these these things that get marketed heavily by these local governments and by school districts, they try to give the impression that oh there's no no you're okay you're not having to pay more mm-hmm. you really truly are
0: right and this is a problem uh, I think specifically with everything that's going on in the country right now when you look at the you know the stagflation or there I want to say Biden inflation mm-hmm. that's happening uh, yeah. you know everything's increasing in prices. Inflation's through the roof. It hasn't been this high since you know Ronald Reagan and Doug Laffer uh, you right. know, rolled their sleeves up forty in years ago. Exactly. Right. And right. you know, it, this is just a horrible time to be raising taxes. And I, I, interesting mentioning Art Laffer. Um, I'm going to do a free pitch for uh, Hillsdale College here. Uh, Hillsdale College has these wonderful free online courses uh, available. All you have to do is sign up and uh, art laffer just did a whole series on, a lecture series on economics oh interesting okay it was fantastic yeah. and it, economics sounds like oh it's just macroeconomics how oh, boy no yeah. this was exciting it, yeah. i couldn't stop watching it mm. but speaking of art laffer he had he's the guy who invented the laffer, laffer curve, curve right? right and so mm-hmm. the higher your your taxes go uh, at a certain point you actually start to lose revenue mm-hmm. um and when you have record high inflation like we do right now, uh, the economy's in the tank and there's I'm, we're about to enter a recession here. Mm-hmm, right, uh, if we're not already in one. Yeah. right. Well,
1: there's uh, an argument about that, but mm-hmm. the point is, is that we're, and of course this is my business, so I guess I can talk a yeah, little please, bit. Yeah, please, please. But I mean, this, regardless of what we call it, these are very difficult economic times, Mm -hmm. right? The price of gasoline has skyrocketed. Now it has come down over the last few months, but it's still a lot higher than it was two years ago. Yeah, and I'm sure
0: it's going to increase once again after the November elections, Uh, unless we start, you know, emptying millions of barrels of oil out of our strategic reserves, which is the only reason it came down in the first place. Exactly
1: price of groceries, many other things have gone up a great deal in the past few years. Uh, It's difficult for families, and in fact, that's one of our points Mm -hmm. uh, in wanting to encourage people to vote no on the bond is it simply in this time of high inflation, is it really appropriate to ask taxpayers to now pay more out of their pocket? for this future growth potential future growth and we'll talk about that in a second too About i'm i'm a little concerned about the growth projections and i think that some of those numbers might be a little bit dubious based on the economic environment that we're in so inflationary times not a good time to be asking taxpayers to foot the bill for a 232 million dollar bond issue of I don't know if you've seen the detail. Four million dollars is going to artificial turf yep. on the baseball and so mm-hmm. now, and I have nothing against baseball and softball players. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great game. I, I love it. Great game. But I, I saw that and I'm like, what?
0: Yeah, we just paid eight million dollars back in twenty fourteen to put artificial turf on the football the field. The
1: football field, right. Yep. Right. Yeah. So I voted I, no against that. Yeah. Too. So did I. So did I. <laughs> So I think, number one, inflationary times, to me, a bad, bad time to be doing this. Mm -hmm. Uh, The the other, with inflation, okay, what else has gone up? Construction costs and materials, right? So we're talking about, I think, they want to build at least two new schools and renovate a lot of facilities at other schools, right? Well, what just happened to construction costs and renovation costs? They skyrocketed. Right. Right. So now you want to you want to tell me not only are we going to be asking more from us, but you're going to be paying more to build those future potential schools Mm -hmm. Again, terrible timing. I I just I think it's a bad idea overall.
0: Well, let's get into the growth numbers here. So Magnolia ISD, it grew by 556 students. And this is from the community impact news that I'm getting these facts Mm -hmm. Um, in 2021. And according to the board of trustees, uh, the district has a total of 13,678 students. um, And it's expected to grow uh, tremendously over the next uh, couple of years. And really what they think is that um, it was because of Mm COVID-19 that that we actually had a negative growth rate in the student body population of Magnolia ISD Uh during that time period. Uh, as it stands right now, uh, he, uh, it's reported that school district had historically seen about 400 home starts every year. However, there's 1,333 annual starts as of the second quarter of 2021. Mm -hmm. So the district basically thinks that we are going to have, um, a, a huge population boom here in the next couple of years, uh, both Magnolia, school uh, Parkway and Williams elementary schools are projected to be within 5% of their 900 student capacity right. by twenty twenty three twenty four. And so what, what basically they're arguing here is like, we don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, according to the Texas state constitution, have to offer students here, sure kids, a free public education. And with that population that's coming here, that we have no choice. We have to, by law, have a place for these kids to go to school. Sure. And so, what are we supposed to do?
1: Sure. And and I can certainly and, I, and I'm some of your numbers. I want to and the timing of that. I want to mm-hmm. bring up, but uh, and certainly I, you certainly sympathize with their their position. Sure. Right? I, I can't argue with what's happened in the past. Now we've been here for 16 years now. If I remember correctly, I think there were 11,000 students roughly. So it hasn't grown all that much in the last 16 years. The expectation, obviously, if you look around mm-hmm. for future growth, I, I get that. But let's think about it. Number one, one of the housing start numbers you've quoted was from 2021. Mm-hmm. Okay, what were mortgage rates in 2021?
0: Um, probably Remember around they two
1: to three percent. Two to three percent. Yep. Okay, you know what they are now?
0: Uh, five to six
1: percent. Six percent. Yep. Okay. And possibly going up even more with the fed Fed announcement today of the hike. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think that, again, I think there are enough reasons to question some of the future growth numbers based on the situation we're in today versus the situation we were in even just a year and a half ago. Right. Okay. So I, I, obviously, yes, there are some new neighborhoods going in, but how quickly will those houses sell? Right with with interest rates at 6% versus 3%. I think there's a lot of people who are second-guessing and questioning the wisdom of buying a house right now given the affordability and the higher interest rates they're going to pay. So there's number one. Number Mm -hmm. two, school choice is going to be a topic I think of the next legislature come January. I promise you, it is. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, and I've heard from many reputable sources, including you now, that that is going to be a big issue. Yes. Okay. So, and, and that's something that the district really can't tell you or won't tell you. Right. How many? How many kids have been lost to either going to homeschooling, charter schools, other school, private schools, alternatives, things like that? My, my guess is quite a few. Okay, quite a few.
0: Yes, and that brings me to a perfect opportunity to plug our sponsor for today. Today, our sponsor is Paideia Classical School. Are you looking for one of these alternatives there you go. that we were just talking about? <laughs> well, Paideia Classical School might be just the school that you're looking for. With three locations all over the Houston area, one in Spring, one in Willis, and one in Conroe, uh, we have the opportunity to offer these uh, wonderful programs that uh, we were just speaking about. If you wanna enroll your kid into a classical school program with Paideia Classical School, you can do so at any time throughout the school year. Go to the website uh, and I, that I'll include at the bottom of the page in the notes and you can check out uh, which campus might be the best fit for you and you can schedule a tour with them today. That's Paideia Classical School.
1: There you go. Awesome. There you go, one example of many, right? One example of that is happening. I mean, I think there are a lot of parents becoming concerned about the quality of public education. Now, for full disclosure, I grew up in a small town in East Texas, as you can tell by my accent. Yes. Uh, From East, I'm a Texan through and through. My family's been here since the, from what I can gather, the early 1800s. So Texas Revolution, all that good stuff. Uh, You know, I got a fair public education from a small school up Mm -hmm. in Eastern Texas. I appreciate the education I got. It opened up opportunities for me. I am absolutely certainly not anti-public school, Mm -hmm. right? But I am Mm anti-misinformation, okay? And I'm anti-sugarcoating things, right? And making them seem better than what they are. And and I think that's what you have, you have to take the projections of the school district with a grain of salt. right? You really do, because they are simply that. They are projections, they are assumptions based on, I think in many cases, information from a couple of years ago that probably is not really valid today so I think that is another reason for, I think, our citizens to really question, you know, do, do we really need this at this time?
0: Well, they're, these these demographics are coming from a guy named Bob Templeton, uh, who's the vice president of Temple Dem- Templeton Demographics, according to the article. And wouldn't you know it? Guess who hired Bob Templeton's mm, demographic company there you go. Yeah, to yeah. give them the numbers? With, with our taxpayer dollars. No. Right? I'm not accusing yeah, anybody yeah. of anything wrongdoing. Sure. I, maybe the facts are exactly what the facts are. But right. my question is, you know, eh, there could be some bias here.
1: Sure. Potentially. Sure. I mean, when you're when you're hired by anyone, right, for to do a job, there's always at least the potential, even unconsciously, right? Sure. Even unconsciously or subconsciously, there's some bias there, right? You want to please your client. Sure. Right. I have clients. I want to please my clients. Mm-hmm. Uh, there can be subconscious biases in there. Certainly. I mean, I, you know, I don't know enough about that particular, that specific data. Sure. Other than I think that to question the environment in which it was gathered mm-hmm. and that we're in a new environment today. And I think growth numbers can really be questioned given... The, the economic situation and the interest rate situation we're in
0: it just seems well, I'll, I'll 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 spell it out how I see it. it it seems to me that the school district definitely wants to do this and they don't care what it's going to cost right and that's why I said that about the facts the the data they you know it, it seems to me that they just want to get this done and right and they might manage the f- data to look a certain way in order to make that argument and sales pitch yeah, to I the mean, people.
1: Certainly they could, and I am i don't want to accuse them either way. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I really don't. All I know is this. Okay? Mm-hmm. We're in an inflationary environment. Right. Okay? Terrible time to be spending money on building schools when the cost of constructing and renovating those schools has gone up. Also, something we didn't talk about earlier was that since interest rates have gone up, well, guess what? Any new debt issued by school districts, the, the interest rate on that debt is also going to be higher. That's right. Right. So we're now paying more for the interest to borrow that money. Again, mm-hmm. maybe five years ago would have been a great time to borrow the money because interest rates were at historic lows. Sure. Right? Well, now it's just really not. Mm-hmm. And so I think and you brought up a point about, you know, the, the district kind of has made up their mind that they want to do this. They feel like they need to do this. Okay. Right. But have they looked at alternatives? Have they looked at using facilities that we already have in a more efficient way? Well, let's face it. Isn't it a lot easier just to go get more money from taxpayers, build new schools that we may or may not fill up, Mm -hmm. you know, in the future based on our, I think, dubious growth projections? To me, it's just easier to do that rather than really to do the hard work of sitting down and looking at the facilities and seeing, okay, as we get more students, let's try to put those students where we think they'll fit. And by the way, we may not be getting that many more students because of the growth may not come. Plus, school choice may be becoming, as we know, a bigger issue. So many parents are pulling their kids out of public schools
0: and many teachers are walking away from this classroom
1: good point
0: i'm one of them yeah i used to be a public school teacher uh-huh. for aldine isd and i walked away the COVID thing killed it for me uh-huh. i just i'm done
1: yeah yeah and and that's something that's in my talking points i'm glad you brought that up you set me up right so think about it teacher all over the nation right we've right. seen this on the national news mm-hmm. all over the nation teachers are leaving the profession in droves either through retirement or just doing something else. Teachers, police
0: officers, nurses, all over the place. All those
1: very, very, I think, important and Mm. probably unappreciated professions. Yes. Right? I mean, believe me, I I have nothing against teachers in all of this. Mm. I've said nothing about anything related to teachers in our district, anything like that. Uh, My son... Our youngest son graduated from magnolia west high school he got i thought a very good education some great teachers there enjoyed the experience you know i have no axes to grind with with anyone there Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah teachers are leaving the profession so magnolia isd is having a hard time just finding teachers to replace what they've lost what happens if we build a new school and we can't fill it up with teachers Mm -hmm. much less students That's right well guess what the superintendent still gets paid the same not that i'm pointing fingers at the superintendent i'm not i'm just using an example Mm -hmm. they still get paid the same guess what though the taxpayers are out more money that's right right so i think that that is something that again i just i want our citizens to really think about this long and hard and just you know using some common sense i think you can see that there's a lot of reasons to vote against this thing
0: and i would like more transparency on how these things work you know like like i said i'm not accusing you know what was it mr templeton of any wrongdoing but i don't know anything about his organization or his uh you know business i don't know how the school district decided that's who they were going to go with Mm -hmm. how do i know that that's a you know unbiased third party sure you know i don't and i would like to think you know maybe i can give the benefit of the doubt here maybe right you know but right. i don't these are just questions that you right. know i if i'm flipping the bill for all this stuff mm-hmm. i should know right i should have the answers to and you know right. i I'll, I'll extend an invitation to some of the school board members if they want to come on
1: and discuss I, this. I think that'd be great. You know? I'd love to be on with them. I'd love to have a discussion with them. Sure. All right. I mean,
0: you know, Mr. Blizzard, Ms. Owens, uh, Ms. Ebel, um, you know, forgive me. I can't remember some of the other school board members. I know those are the three that just mm-hmm. ran. But, you know, I, reach out to me. Uh, can I have you on? We can facilitate this kind of conversation. And, you know, maybe you can sell everybody on this program as to why we should vote yes. I think mm-hmm. that's a fair thing. If I'm gonna have you on to say no, we can we can invite you on to say yes. I think it's a great idea. And that's fine, we can do that.
1: For example, one question I would like to ask is about this. There was apparently a bond committee that was formed Uh earlier in the spring. Okay, and this bond committee, and I use the air quotes because Mm -hmm. that, you know, I kind of wonder how much of a committee was it really? Mm -hmm. This committee recommended all of these facilities to the the, uh, school board right right so so i got a copy of the materials from this bond committee Mm -hmm. okay the materials basically you could it was obvious were put together by the school district okay Mm -hmm. they were no doubt at least from what i can gather and i'd love to hear from a school board member to tell me otherwise Mm -hmm. they were given to the bond committee saying here's what we need and will you guys recommend, or, you agree, or will you agree with this? This is what all we need.
0: Okay. okay.
1: So a few things I'd like to ask. Number one, who put that presentation together? I doubt that it was this bond committee, mm-hmm. number one. Number two, who asked the people on the bond committee to be on the bond committee? Okay. Well, it had to come from the school district, right? right? Well, think about it for a second. And again, I'm not attributing any bad motives to any of these folks. Sure. I don't even know them. I have no axes to grind, okay? Mm -hmm. But i just like to ask the question. Uh, But think about it. If you're asked to be on this committee by, say, the superintendent, oh, wow, what a privilege. Mm -hmm. The superintendent asked me to be on this bond committee, you know, how are you going to say no, Mm -hmm. right? How are you going to say no? It's kind of hard. I right. see if everybody else is already oh yeah yeah, nodding their heads. You know, you get the concept of groupthink going, right? One right. person, a few people, you don't want to be the one to say, No way, I think this is a terrible idea. Right. Guess what? You may get kicked off the committee. Right. <laughs> so I'd like to I'd like to know, you know, how were they chosen? Yeah. Because there's a lot of business people that I've talked to that think this is a terrible idea. And I don't think any of them were on that committee.
0: Right. I i i tried to call the school district like i said and i Mm -hmm. want because i couldn't even find their names like of who was on this committee yeah you know i mean and i looked all over the website i couldn't find it you know this is what i'm talking about school district are you listening transparency
1: transparency
0: put put this is the bond committee you have a whole section on your website right now that talks all about this bond and how it's necessary and you have all your data and everything like that where's the people that came up with this idea where's their name how do I know who they are?
1: Right, right. Don't. And, and again, how were they asked to be, how'd they get on this? Exactly. I would have loved to have been on this bond committee because I guarantee you regardless of it would have been 29 to one, I would have mm. been that one to say, Nope, no way. <laughs> yeah. This is not a good idea. Please, please reconsider this. Mm. Uh, so, but I, I will I will give credit where credit is due. I emailed the school district asking for the information. They were very prompt in providing the reply. They sent me the information very cooperative. Again, I, I I do appreciate that transparency sure. on their part, uh, and that they provided that to me, but it's obvious to me that this was put together by them, recommended by them. This bond committee, I mean, y- you hate to say the word sham, mm-hmm. but that's kind of the feeling that I'm getting. It, right? It's and just a rubber stamp. Nothing against yeah. any of the people on there. They may be great people in our community, willing mm-hmm. to serve. Hey, I applaud them for that. I mean, same with the school board. Right. I don't know any of them, but I do applaud their service. Mm -hmm. They they spend a lot of time up there and probably get spoken to at times pretty rudely about different things that happen. I know they do. Okay, so I appreciate Uh, the fact they are willing to volunteer and step up their time to serve in this way. I mean, this is what makes America great, right, is that we have you can volunteer and you can run and you can be on a local government board and do that. Awesome. I think that's great. I just think on this issue, they're they're just way off. They're very, very wrong, and I think that people need to stand up and really take notice. And that's what we're trying to do with the Magnolia Taxpayer Alliance.
0: So I am interested. I'm one of our viewers out here, and I just i I got to get involved. Mm-hmm. You know, Barry, how do I get involved?
1: Great question. So we we just started. Our Facebook page Magnolia Taxpayer Alliance you can find it on Facebook we just did our first post today reason one to vote against the bond if you will friend that page okay we'll find you shoot me a message through that page Okay, we'll find you. We would love to have you help uh, us in the various things that we're working on around, you know, this bond election. So we'd certainly like as many people to get involved. You can be as involved as you want. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be involved. You can just be a supporter to say, hey, I agree with what you're doing. I'm going to vote no. Great. Or, hey, I disagree. I'm going to vote yes. I've heard. And I, and that's fine, too. Okay. That's, that's great. No, No harm, no foul. We're still friends, you know. Yeah. Um, So, because I've got some good friends who have been involved with the school district in different capacities, and they're probably going to vote yes, and I'm not going to try to argue with them about it. That's okay. We're still friends. That's fine. I just, I think that it's time, at least I felt like it was time to step up and start to really question what is going on with some of our local governments this issue is huge, and so this was the time to step up and do that.
0: Excellent. All right. Well, hey, I really appreciate you uh, reaching out to me and coming on the show. And sure,
1: yeah. I appreciate you letting me come on. Oh, it's my pleasure. That's you didn't what this... know me a week ago. so no, no, that's okay. had some good discussions. That's and...
0: what I love about having a show like this. Yeah. I get to meet interesting people just like you. And uh, go ahead and to, do me a favor, too. Tell folks, uh, you know, separate from uh, your, your tax um, payer alliance, Uh-huh. Tell me about your business and, and uh, plug, okay sure. Go ahead and plug sure. your and business. I didn't come on here to do that. No, but uh, uh, go ahead. No,
1: sure. I appreciate that. So, so I'm a, a I own Viaggio Wealth Partners. We're a financial advisory firm. We work with individuals. Uh, we help manage their investments. Help them help them with their fin- long term financial plans. Mm-hmm. Uh, just help them basically to get their financial lives in order to work toward whatever financial goals that they might have.
0: Awesome. And how do people get a hold of you for that?
1: Uh, get on Google and f- uh, look for Viaggio Wealth Partners. You'll get you'll find my website. My office is over on Egypt Lane, right here in the area. Uh, we like I said we've lived here for 16 years now. So I've got. I we came out here, moved out here from the Woodlands. I, we knew no one mm-hmm. out here. Uh, and literally, when I was starting my business, I literally was knocking on people's doors to just promote my business and got to know a lot of great people out here That's awesome so yeah so it's kind of blossomed from there i'm very fortunate very blessed and uh we're involved in our local church here magnolia bible church a lot of great people there awesome Uh, i've gotten to know just a a lot of wonderful people here and just it feels like home
0: well it is home and that's what i appreciate it i appreciate you coming on and you know having a business here being a member of the community and doing everything that you have done uh you know for our community and that you're continuing to do uh with the uh taxpayers yeah you know
1: i've i've kind of i admittedly i probably have not been as involved as i probably should have been over Mm -hmm. the last several years shame on me for that but this issue kind of really got me going i said you know it's it's time to step up and start you know start doing this so i appreciate you letting me come on and, and talk about this and yeah, you know, go from there.
0: Yeah, and we'll we'll stay in touch too, and yeah. we'll see how uh, how it goes uh, from from here. So yeah. awesome, Barry Great.
1: Tate, thank you so much. Thank you, Scott.
0: All right, guys, that's going to wrap us up for another episode of Impolite Company. Stay uh, stay tuned for a, uh, another one coming up here. We have uh, I just did the Texas Youth Summit, and we're going to be putting out videos on that as well. I'll go ahead and put those up here in the corner so you can link to those and see how, uh, what we did there. All right, have a wonderful day, guys. Thanks for ch- uh, tuning in.
1: Thanks for listening to Impolite Company, presented by The Dockline. If you like what you heard, be sure to rate our podcast and leave a five-star review for us.